Hey everyone, it's Gabby and Danny and Manny and you're listening to Oye, Let's Talk. Hola mi gente, it's that time to discuss the majesties, the queens, the Latina legends of our culture and our music. So we did a, lot, a Latino Legends episode. If you haven't listened to it, shame on you. Que pena. Because I'm telling you, like, that one was bomb. Go hear about my padrino, Pitbull. Um, <laughs> but don't worry. There'll be less Pitbull talk in this episode because yes. we are going to discuss the royalty that has paved the way for artists in reggaeton, R&B, salsa, you name it, whatever was rooted in our culture that has come of it. These women paved the way first. So Bad Bunny, shh, you did your thing, bro. But we had other people <laughs> do, do the thing first. <laughs> and I would be remiss if we did not talk about the most legendary of the legends, Miss Celia Cruz. Manny, please take this away. I was so ecstatic to uh, record this episode because Gabby wrongly stole the artist I wanted in the last episode where and I wanted Bunga. to talk about my <laughs> the king himself Pitbull but it, that's enough about Pitbull. He is not the king. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. The Cubans you are we are clearly fascinated but anyway we're here to talk about a more important Cubana. Yes, yes, yes. Guys we're here to talk about the queen of salsa herself Celia Cruz. Celia was born in 1925 in Havana, Cuba as Ursula Hilaria Celia de la Caridad Cruz Alfonso. And that name, <laughs> name does not get any more Cuban. Um, Celia Cruz's big break came when she became the lead singer for an Afro-Cuban orchestra called La Sonora Matancera. And it was during this time that she actually coined her famous catchphrase, So fast forward to 1960, and this orchestra is on tour in Mexico, and Celia and her band decide to renounce Castro's communist regime, and she is exiled from the island. Luckily, in 61, Celia moves to the U.S. and she settles in Nueva Jersey. She would become one of the few women to succeed in the male-dominated New York Latin music scene. Hey. And it's notable to say that she did not try to court a crossover audience. She never recorded in English, nor did she try to in, you know, incorporate um, English artists into her music. She always recorded in Spanish and she always modestly said that her English was not good enough. And throughout her career, wait, wait, pause, pause, pause. There's, if you all haven't seen the video clip, it's so cute that she finished performing in Miami. Somebody pulls her aside to talk to her about the Castro regime. And she's like, my English is not very good looking and says everything in Spanish on English TV. It's great. Yes. And that little sound bite is actually like, you know, used in a lot of in a lot of other songs that I've heard. But anyways, um, even into the late 2000s, even into the like the late 90s and 2000s, she always kept up with music and she modernized her music. She worked closely with Miami based producers, Wheelie Chirino and Emilio Stefan, which created some of her last few albums. And these are just some fun facts that I wanted to mention about the queen herself. In 1989, Yale University awarded her an honorary doctorate 
alongside Stephen Hawking. Fun fact. Okay, and- espérate. Is Dr. Celia Cruz? Let's put some respect on her name. Dr. Cruz also in 1990. <laughs> Gaiocho here in Miami. If you guys are aware, it's a cultural and iconic street in Miami, Gaiocho, 8th Street. It was actually her name was added to it, and it was it's also called Celia Cruz Way. In 1994, President Clinton also gave her a National Medal of Arts. Isn't that cool? Um, she won her first Grammy in 1990, winning a total of five throughout her career. And Hi. she recorded a total of 75 records. 75. That's a lot. Sadly, in 2003, Celia Cruz passed away from brain cancer and thousands attended her funeral and viewing. And I actually remember her um public viewing being broadcasted on tv i remember the mm-hmm. news being covered it covering it um i remember seeing it on the news and you just saw lines out of the freedom tower because she was being she was on display at the miami freedom towers and you could just see lines outside of the tower waiting to pay respects and homage to the queen herself very powerful image um, she is known or she was known for her powerful voice and glittery costumes and a wig to match her costume. It, it was always very color coordinator. She was wearing a purple dress. She was wearing a purple wig and she influenced everything from fashion to music as um, an Afro Latina. And you can even argue she is one of the most famous Afro Latinas in the world. And I'll wait for you to think of another one that is more famous. And even, guys, even almost 20 years after her death, she continues to inspire many young women with Barbie actually recently unveiling a doll inspired by Celia Cruz. Isn't that crazy? I didn't even know that until I was researching this episode. I'm like, what? There's a doll, a Barbie doll? Like, that's crazy. And I just wanted... I would be remiss if I didn't mention some of her favorite famous songs and some of her favorites, La Vida es un Carnaval. Kimbara, I dare you to say Kimbara Kumbara Kuma Kimbam Bam five times fast. And <laughs> La Negra Tiene Tumbao. And I, just to close it out about the queen herself, I wanted to mention this little quote. It was an interview with the New York Times, and she says, When people hear me sing, I want them to be happy, happy, happy. I want them thinking about when there's not any money or when there's fighting at home. My message is always felicidad, happiness. And um, I'm getting goosebumps because every time I hear La Vida un Carnaval, mm-hmm. like it is such an inspiring song. It's like, you know, no matter what's going down wrong in your life, like, Hey, it's not over. Your life is still a carnival. Keep, you know, laughing and playing. And I love it. I love her message. I I love her. She's she's definitely an icon in my family and, you know, her her effects are still being felt today. It's you said that, Manny, and the quote, I don't like I'm I'm choked up right now. Like, thank God yes. I'm going to need a moment. But honestly, <laughs> like being Cuban and growing up, like I only heard her music. Some of my first CDs from my grandfather were of Celia Cruz. And I do want to mention because I had a small stint with Telemundo and they did a docuseries, like mm-hmm. docuseries drama on Celia Cruz. And I got to work on it for a little bit. So that was super fun it. for me. Um 
but one of the major things was she wasn't pretty is what people would say she's like la, la negrita fea is how they would refer to her but she never wanted to fix her teeth she always had a gap in the front so she would get upset if people painted her portrait without it and she wasn't your quote-unquote most gorgeous woman and she would say that she's like i'm purely famous because i stuck to who i am she's like i'm not that pretty i'm not a model i sing great and i sing in spanish and that's why that's how i got to where i am and I think about that sometimes and I'm like, dang, she was so true to herself. And like hearing Manny recount her life and her career, I'm like, she really didn't stray. One of the things that really stuck to me, you know, imagine this Afro-Latina in the 60s and 70s by oh. herself in an industry that every, you know, every it's just men singing salsa or, you know, singing Latin music. Mm -hmm. And here you are, one of the very few women, not only, not only are you a woman, you're an afro latina yeah. and on top of that you know you're getting you're you're getting squashed down and saying you're not good enough and through all that she persevered and that you know that makes her amazing bow down to celia cruz to the queen. Queen. queen of salsa i am done <laughs> all right danny while i compose myself please continue <laughs> Moving on to another iconic legend, I would say a more modern legend of sorts. Everyone, of course, has heard of 44-year-old Shakira Isabel Mebarak Ripple. So she's a pop singer, dancer. She was born in Barranquilla, Colombia. She's considered the highest selling Colombian artist of all time with estimates of more than 70 million albums sold worldwide. She's won over 300 awards from more than 700 nominations. And if you heard her entire full name, you're like, hmm, I've, I've never really like I had never heard of like the extent to her name. But there's definitely some diversity in there. She, she comes from uh she has italian roots i should say from her mother's side she's arab from her dad's side so she's lebanese like me guys um that's actually very common in colombia there's a lot of lebanese descendants there fun fact um and the meaning of shakira in in arabic is woman full of grace and i think she embodies just that in the way she sings in the way that she portrays herself even in the way that she dances for the most part is very graceful um at the age of four she already knew how to belly dance what and as a teenager she released her first album in 1991 magia but she didn't really become this big sensation until 2001 with laundry fun fact guy fun fact guys this was my first cd ever and i replayed it <laughs> over and over and over again you for sure have heard of whenever wherever and in spanish it's called suerte <laughs> memory both of them in both <laughs> languages <laughs> and uh she is one of the most successful crossover artists um the woman knows five languages you guys including spanish arabic italian portuguese and english she is like my idol like if i had time i would learn so many languages i wish i don't know how she does it like who knows how to belly dance at the age of four what <laughs> just like brains and beauty dude like she really does have it all and I feel like she's naturally beautiful. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't need yes. a lot of makeup. She's just pr pretty. 
she popularized know. curly hair because she didn't straighten it a whole lot. And mm-hmm. she started off as like a rocker. Yes. I and failed to rock in Espanol. I was like, with what? red hair. I don't know if you remember long red hair. She was mm-hmm. awesome. She looks super cool. Oh my I gosh. Remember, I, you know, she was, you know, just like Celia, I think she also, you know, probably faced a lot of um, obstacles in her career. But I remember hearing once that she they actually thought that her singing voice was too nasally yeah. so i feel like you know these great women out here like think of all the times that they were told no you know when when she was young i read one of the articles that said that she was like she wasn't admitted to the school's choir because they thought that her voice wasn't good enough and then a theater teacher scouted her out and was like whoa like you actually have a different kind of voice but like it's pretty good mm. That's so sweet. See, all you need is that one person to believe mm-hmm. in you for you to continue to pursue something. And I just want to emphasize this. I'm like a hardcore Shakira stan. Like I was really down to do this episode because I loved everyone we were mentioning. But Shakira is a dancer. Like give her a dance, she can do it. And it doesn't matter how quick step. A lot of people have to perform and then like, or they sing or learn an instrument and then maybe throw in some moves. No, 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 no. She can do a variety of styles, including belly dancing, which made her super popular in the sexy way. But Mm -hmm. she can also sing and she plays so many instruments. She can play the drums, the guitar. I think I'm missing one. There was a random one. It was a wind instrument, but I think she can even play the harp. But my point is, is that (laughs) she is so musically inclined. I'm like very talented. Bro, and we only know of her because she was a crossover artist. She was famous before that. So the fact that she became an international sensation and was like asked to do the Super Bowl just a few years ago. So relevant. So relevant. Okay. Hot take. Hot take. Uh Uh-oh. It's not that we're pitting women against each other or Latinas Mm. because all Latinas are great and the representation is great. Rapid fire, who did you prefer at the Super Bowl? J-Lo or Stop Shakira? Stop Shakira. <laughs> that's not even that's not even a question. What? Okay, well, what's your answer, Danny? Shakira, obviously. Oh. Who is J-Lo? Oh. Goodbye. Anyways. You? It's I know, anyways. yeah. Shakira. Shakira. Uh, okay, I, wait, no I, yes. <laughs> Hands down. I thought she was There's no comparison. If we're talking about dancing skills, I think they're both equally talented, to be honest. Um, it's just different. But if you're talking about like voice. <laughs> Danny, um, look at Gabby just I know she like nodded hardcore. I just nodded my head, but I'm not gonna this is not our conversation today. We're digressing, we're, digressing. we're talking about the greats, not right. And I wouldn't consider J Lo among that list. Sorry, wow. not no, 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 no. These ladies walked and paved their way in their careels. So J-Lo can be on the come up in America. We're just going to hang. Like she is still a Latina icon, but we probably wouldn't call her Latina legend. Not yet anyway. Right, right. Yeah. Even though she's 50. Anywho. (laughs) She didn't make it. Sorry. Anyway, guys, okay, we're digressing. Anyway, um, Shakira has a long storied career and J-Lo got to perform with her. What an honor. But (laughs) moving on. (laughs) (laughs) No hate, no hate. We give all the love to all the queens in this world. Um, This one, speaking of queens, um, I am going to publicly admit, please don't (laughs) come for me in my DMs. I am not, or I was not super familiar with Evie Queen or Ivy Queen, if you read it in English. So when I got, when I selected Pitbull, 
I ended up with I Evie Queen <laughs> because I made the swipe for Manny and then he made the swipe for me. But I and honestly, well, I I really hope listeners grab like if you didn't know some things, I really hope you appreciate it because in my research, I've learned about another Latina legend and I've grown so much more appreciation. And this is where I can truly say, Bad Bunny, sit down. She walked so you could perform. So Evie Queen, which her name is, let me take a deep breath for this one. Marta Ivelisi Pesante Rodriguez, known professionally as Evie Queen. I'm assuming Let's from her middle name. Because that needed to be shortened. Um, yo, rapper name. She is a Puerto Rican singer, rapper, songwriter, and apparently has been in films, such as Scarface, so an actress. Um, <laughs> what I found interesting is in my any of my research, I don't think she was branded as this. Like her websites and stuff don't say it, but Spotify lists her as the undisputed i'm gonna repeat that undisputed <laughs> reggaeton queen and <laughs> literally nice. so many websites say the undisputed reggaeton queen and i'm like yo spotify started after her career so the fact that people are like we're not even gonna argue this amazing so she is quite clearly reggaeton royalty we will not reveal a lady's age but she was born in 1972. <laughs> so do the math yourselves, peeps. And she is actually touring right now. So if you want to get ticks, go ahead and wow. look up. Look it up. Because <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm down now. But anyway, so she is like your quote unquote New Yorkian. So just like we were talking about JLo, Evie Queen, very much, maybe not from the Bronx, but she lived her young life in New York and then her teenage and a majority of her life um, back in Puerto Rico. But she kind of claims both. Um I've been very intrigued by her because she kind of came into the game like late 90s and she started out with like male dominated rap groups. And if you didn't know, because I needed to be I needed to double check, she identifies as Afro Latina. So she paved the way for more female rappers and performers. Reggaeton was like not her thing. She was a rapper first, but she was so exhausted by the sexist, explicit lyrics from her male counterparts that she's like, yo, I'm going to go do my own thing. And people were like, good luck. You're only selling or you're only at shows because of us. And look at that. Nobody knows who those guys are. Just saying. Um, Anywho, she like really said that she needed to stay true to herself. And a lot of her music like is about women and female empowerment. And she's like, you don't have to drag women down or like reggaeton has become a lot of like talking about women and sexualizing them. But she's like, that's not what it has to be about for you to make good music for people to dance to. So here's a, here's the tea. Put your pinkies up and sip it. She's very big on like reggaeton. Like she says that she doesn't know if it's okay to say that it's evolved. She's like, I don't know if the right word is Americanized or commercialized, but it's different, completely different from her mm. time. Mm-hmm. However, she did have an opportunity to perform with Bad Bunny <clears throat> for I, for the billboards, I believe. And they interviewed her beforehand. So I'm going to read a few quotes. Uh-oh. My, no, this, this one isn't tea, but I was like, interesting that she said the Americanized thing and then now goes to my loyal followers keep up to date with me when asked if Bad Bunny helped like make her popular again. And she's like, but it's thanks to Bad Bunny that now a whole new generation knows about me. He put me on a global stage and I'll forever be grateful for him for celebrating me and lifting me up the way he did. Because mm-hmm. she was featured, I believe, in the music video Yo Pereo Sola. Or really? he did something. I don't think so because I didn't see it. But they kept referencing that music they video with her. Remake. They did a remix. 
Wizard. Okay. Yes, that's what it was. Thank you for correcting me because I was trying to find the song. But anywho, she's like, how can I hate a guy? Because they were discussing like her whole career was based on her proving men wrong. And she's like, how can I say anything bad about a guy who dresses up as a woman about a song supporting women? So she's like, I can't say anything bad about Bad Bunny. But however, reggaeton's not the same. But when asked what makes her still relevant and why she's so why people should still turn to her she says like the whole female empowerment thing isn't new and unfortunately she comes from that historic generation she provides the history and she's like that's what i've been singing about all of my career making space for women and celebrating what makes us unique especially in a very male dominated industry it's a new day in the urban space and i'm so excited to be center stage again when people look at when she was brought on to that remix so she says that she doesn't want to wait on other men to continue to make her popular, but she wants people to recognize that she was here first, y'all. Makes yes. Sense. When we brainstormed for this episode, y'all were like, who is this? I don't want to talk about her. So much hate. And I was like... Not hate. I think we were just more like... Y'all were shocked. Sure. But now oh, that I looked at her picture, I'm like, I've definitely seen her before. It's like the queen of reggaeton. Come on, right. guys. Well, you guys- if you're like me, I didn't, I was never into reggaeton until like my early college career. Like that was not the music I listened to at all. Like not oh, at home, wow. not with friends, no, not with cousins. I remember being in fifth grade dance. Like I have vivid memories and I just hear like <laughs> Evie Queen blaring in the background. Wow. Like think of a public school cafeteria and like you're there all with sweaty, like running to go get a Sprite. <laughs> And like you just see like elementary school kids dancing to this provocative song of like for Valentine's you know, with Day with like heart shaped balloons. Yeah, no, the I, I, it was, and you know that's 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 something so funny because we make fun of it now, but like we were at a young age, like listen to this very explicit mm-hmm. music. One of her, one of my favorite songs is um, "Quiero Bailar," and then she goes like. And then you're just like, oh, you're like, she sings that. Or like, you're like, like, what are you singing? You know, like, but I, re- that's why I was like, I remember her being one of the only women who would sing reggaeton when I was growing up. I'm like, this woman is a legend. She literally, like Gabby said, she was in this male-dominated, mm-hmm. you know, field uh, industry. And she's over here, no, I'm going to make, you know, sexual provocative songs about women because I can't, you know? So right. to that note, if you don't know, because I did not realize how many songs I've actually heard from her, but Quiero exactly. Bailar, La Vida Es Así, Dime, oh. Pa La Cama Voy, Y Tú, Que, que Lloren, like all these things <laughs> she still has definitely like a sexual tone to her music but it's more on like the female runs that and i'm it's a vibe I love that's all that. i'm saying yeah yes, I, yes so she is known as formally the queen of reggaeton so we had the queen nice. of salsa and the queen of reggaeton in one episode y'all you're welcome so needless to say if you do not have any song stuck in your head right this moment you need to go to our instagram and download our Latino and Latina Legends playlist because we have provided it for you. It's in the link up there. And if not, just go search some of these artists yourselves because after all, 
before you can appreciate the J, J Balvin, Becky G, whomever, Cardi B, they always appreciate the people who didn't have the little acronyms or the letters beforehand and had true names <laughs> to be the kings and queens of their genres. Let's go.